and welcome to Inside the USFL, uh, the only podcast giving you an inside look at the USFL from someone on the inside. To my right is Jordan McRae, Birmingham Stallion Center, and I am Zach Bruner. How's it going, man? Obviously, we're getting closer, I think, 12 days until opening kickoff. So are things heating up in down in Birmingham, I guess? They are, man. Things are gelling a little bit more smooth. Um, getting used to the guys that we're playing next to, getting used to their teammates. Uh, offense and defense are both doing well. And a lot of guys are just, you know, tired of hitting each other and ready to go against somebody else. So the six. Yeah, at some point, yeah, you just kind of get that fatigue of just going through uh, practices and not actually hitting somebody. You're putting pads on, but you can't actually lay somebody out. So definitely get that. Yeah. Um, before we jump into it, today I kind of want to talk about the USFL rules, some of the things that we can expect to see that are different from like NFL, so uh, casual fans know what's going on. Uh, before that, I have uh, uh, Coach Donnie from the Mass Pirates, your former coach, reached out to me on Facebook just to tell you, uh, hey, uh, apparently he's a listener, so just so he says I, he knows that you are uh, uh, probably life of the party down there down in Birmingham, keeping people laughing and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Coach Don, good, man. Great coach, good guy. And, uh, yeah, I always try to make everything about football fun. There's a lot of hard parts, but, you know, you got to keep the enjoyment, uh, people engaged and teammates engaged, especially through these hard days at camp. Yeah, yeah, especially right now, especially right now, building chemistry and stuff like that. Uh, but it was Brandon – Niblet on Facebook, who did want to talk about the rule changes, wanting to know what makes you most excited and nervous about these rule changes. So I think let's just jump into it because some are interesting. Some are going to be rules that you probably haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Overtime rules for the people listening at home. Uh, this is kind of the most anticipated rule change for the USFL because it's been so much uh, tension or the NFL with the overtime rule change. For the USFL, it's going to be a best of three from the two-yard line and then a sudden death format. After that, there will for sure be no ties. So, uh, Jordan, in your offensive installs, and obviously we're getting a little bit closer to the game time stuff, so have you guys started to practice some of these uh, two-yard line plays, some of these overtime scenarios at all? Working our way towards that. Um, we did a lot of stuff for red zone the past couple of days. And uh, that's going to be an emphasis on the plays and the situational football. So um, it have been talked about in meetings, but we haven't gone through it yet. But we're going to try to field this week and uh, get ready for the situation as they do come. Yeah, I think that's going to be an exciting one. Extra points is another one. Instead of just kicking up PAT, uh, teams can uh, you know, go back for a two-point conversion, much like the NFL 10-yard line. But then there's – or. Uh, two-yard line for that. But then there's a three-point play. Uh, you can back up the 10-yard line, go for it. So it's like first and goal from the 10, essentially, uh, for three. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing this is another thing you guys are going to start looking at this week for red zone offense and situational football. Do you think there's going to be a lot of teams going for the three points right away? Or do you think that's more of a late-season thing once you got more practice? Uh, I think it, it'll just be a situational thing like uh it would be good from an offensive standpoint if you're down by nine now it's not a two point it's not a two possession a game so you know if by nine and it's a minute left in the game you can essentially go tie it up 
I think that's when teams will more more than likely use it. Um, but you know, somebody's feeling good about the way their offense is rolling, and they want to go for two or go for three. Have that option. So some some teams might use it. They're really clicking on offense. You know, now you have that in your arsenal as well to get back into the game as quickly as possible. It's massive. Just to think, like, okay, in eighteen point games, two possession now. Uh, yeah. It's going to be probably just further decision-making in terms of should we kick a field goal, should we go for it, just because, mm-hmm. you know, you can talk about seven points versus three points. It's a lot closer than nine versus three. So that's super right. interesting, I think. Punt team, are you going to be on punt team at all, do you think, or no? <laughs> no. Okay. I doubt I'm going to be running down on punts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, onside kicks. That is interesting to talk mm-hmm. about, I guess, though. So instead of uh, kicking an onside kick, a team can go for a fourth and 12 play from their own 33-yard line. So obviously, if you don't convert it, the other team's immediately in scoring position. Again, I assume you're thinking like this is just a situational thing. If you're kind of forced to go for it, you would do this. You don't think there's going to be any yeah. uh, hyper... Uh, like aggressive teams, like, hey, first quarter, first game, let's do it, let's go for it, let's see if we can uh, score and get the ball back immediately? Yeah, no, I think this is just uh, be just a situational use. Like, if you're, if you're down by 18 and there's five minutes left and you get nine points, you know, now, you know, go for it on fourth and 12 and and get a chance to go, essentially go tie the game up and not give the other team a chance to get the ball back is uh, – is um interesting so it really really it's going to make for games to be a lot closer if, if you can convert those you know yeah again yeah. i mean there's situations that we hopefully will see that like points are going to be able to be scored in end mm-hmm. of the fourth quarter quickly like you can score you can get right. nine points you can go for a fourth and 12 you get it again it could be and at that point the defenses are going to be gassed too so yeah it's going to be oh definitely yeah like, it's going to be good uh, last one I want to talk about, and obviously don't give away any plays you have if there is stuff you guys are going through, uh, but there is mm-hmm. a new rule that you can uh, throw the ball twice uh, forward behind the line of scrimmage, so it kind of gets rid of some of that BS, like you're throwing a bubble screen out there or something, and all of a sudden yeah. now you can't do anything else. But I always think of like NFL Blitz on the 64 or something. There's that yeah. one play I used <laughs> to run with John Elway. You throw it to the, the right, and then he hits Shannon Sharp 80 yards down the field. Uh, right. But are, is this something you guys are actually practicing a little bit, or is it just sort of uh, now we won't get penalized for it? Just kind of like a back of mind thing. Yeah, I think it's a back of a mind thing, at least because um, uh, we, we've talked about it, not really put anything in that that would take advantage of this of that that rule yet. But um, just to know, like in the back of your mind, regardless of the balls in front, in front of the receiver, behind the receiver, running back, it, you can still make that pass forward and. Um, just letting us know like this change. So it's not as much emphasis on making sure the ball is behind whoever is going to be throwing the second pass. Yeah, I like this a lot. I mean, a lot of these rules, uh, we've seen the NFL adopt some of these uh, rules from these new leagues or whatever once it shows that they work. This one just, Mm -hmm. I don't know, kind of seems like a no-brainer to me. I hope they uh, do that and instant replay stuff, obviously. I mean, that doesn't affect you, but Hopefully, we can speed up games a little bit, too. I think that's going to be a good thing. No, no doubt. Um, but, yeah, that's basically the rules and the rule changes. 
I mean, is there anything else really going? Oh, I know what I want to talk to you about. Um, there's basically like a hard knocks thing going on for the USFL. Mm-hmm. Are the camera people super present? Are they in your business or what's that experience like so far? So they're not like like getting like the everyday life. So like when we're sitting down in the lobby eating or sometimes they'll come into the locker room and all of our locker rooms are to each other or when we're lifting. So not like super in our space, like um, may come into a meeting every now and then just listening on what we're talking about. But um, yeah, they're not super, super in our space, but they are pre- they are present. So. That's interesting. I mean, sort yeah. of. uh taking the same sort of theme in this show, I suppose. But, I mean, hey, more the merrier. I think it's a good thing. Uh, it'll be fun to watch, at least, though. Like, Yeah, no, definitely. I, I, I do it's, like it's, the uh, – yeah, from a fan's point of view, I mean, kind of shows players are human, too. People don't really truly understand what's going on inside locker rooms and stuff. And Hard Knocks has helped that yeah. a little bit. But, yeah, you know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's still hard to get the um, whole story yeah. to be on because a lot of- – it's just a lot of moving parts that go along with the with the locker room and privacy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I can't I can't imagine just the logistics from their point of view. I'm just trying to do yeah all that bullshit. Uh, but yeah, anything else you want to talk about that's going on inside that USFL bubble down in Birmingham? Um, but things have been going. Like pretty smooth for every team. Know a lot of guys from other teams, and and we see each other every day. So guys are. It's not like we're not playing against each other. Yet. Pretty cordial, you know, talking about their practices, what they have going on. There's been joint practices going on as well, and uh, everyone is going to be going against a different team on Thursday. Um, like I know that okay. we're going to be having a couple uh, Pittsburgh on Thursday, and I'm not sure if this will be a scrimmage. Or like a joint practice, go through some of the logistics, like like a like an overtime scenario or a situational football. But we know that we'll be going against somebody new then, and uh, it'll be good to go against a different color and different team and all that kind of stuff. So, and some guys did it yesterday. Some guys are going to be doing Thursday. Like I know New Orleans and uh, Houston uh, had a joint practice where they did some situational football stuff, like two minute drills and stuff uh, yesterday. And um, I guess everybody's going to be doing it and trying to get like at least like a mock run of how a game will be with the new rules and all that kind of stuff. So it's been good working well together and putting a good product. Yeah. I mean, especially with uh, completely new rules, different types of rules that a lot of people haven't experienced before. Uh, Getting to go through a game like scenario is definitely going to be good. Um, Mm -hmm. Has there been any interaction or any presence, I guess, from, commentators that are going to be going uh commentating games down there obviously like pre-game interviews have they started any of that type of stuff do you know not to mind they might have and i've not been the one one of the people that have got interviewed but to my knowledge i haven't I haven't heard any um, we did have mike Pereira come from an officiating standpoint like one of the first couple of days of camp but um i think to, to my knowledge i no, it hasn't happened yet Okay. I was wondering this week just like who's going to be commentating games. I heard Gus Johnson probably, but otherwise it's kind of a mystery so far, I think, for uh, at least for fans right now. So hopefully we get more news on that this week. Um, Next week, obviously, is going to be game week. 
essentially for right. you already. So uh, mm -hmm. we can go through what a game week's going to be like. A lot of new things next week. Uh, but I'm Zach Bruner with Jordan McRae. This was Inside the USFL. Subscribe if you're on YouTube. Follow us if you're listening somewhere else. But we will be back next week for game week against the New Jersey Generals, right? Yep, the Generals. Yep. Game Saturday. Super excited. I appreciate you having me on, Zach.